All right, guys, welcome to another episode of Ran Out of Talent. I'm your host, Joser Jr., and with, my, with me is my co-host, Ryan Greening. How's it going tonight, Ryan? Good, Joe. I'm uh, getting used out of the mute button. I'm trying to press it and unpress it in between carrots and ranch dip. Uh, I got gotcha. you. So do you got an actual, so are you on an actual microphone this week? Well, yeah, it's a headset. Oh, it's yeah. It's a gaming headset for my PC. You know, a good gaming headset goes so far with, like, sound quality that a lot of people don't realize it. Like, if you're going to be a guest on a podcast or co-host one, spend $100, $150 and get a good one. Yeah. Yeah, for me, it it was a a comfort thing, too. Yeah. And I wanted it for... um... You know, when everybody was into iRacing and stuff, yeah, too. Yeah, I spent 100 bucks on a nice set for iRacing, and I have not been on iRacing since January. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I could have told you that was going to happen. It's not that I want to play. It's a couple of small things that, um, so I've been straight up wrenching since then. I've always had something to wrench on. So I'd rather be wrenching than playing irate. Well, wouldn't rather be, but I have shit to do. And then um, when I up to my B license, I it was too far and few between races that I actually wanted to do. Sure. So it's like, yeah, you know, maybe I'll just quit for a while, downgrade all the way back to either rookie or D and start over again. So, I still have my rig. I still have everything. I just haven't turned it on. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of curious what the updates would be. I haven't turned on that computer in six months. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, to start off the show, I would like to thank our sponsor, Blooming Prairie RC Park. They're located in Blooming Prairie, Minnesota. They just got a MyLap system, so your MyLap transponders will work at their place. Um, They have a covered driver's stand, which would have been awesome yesterday. They have car rentals. They race every Sunday from when the snow melts until the snow flies. They got two big races coming up. July 3rd, they have a trophy race coming up. And then they have a cancer benefit race September 11th. So check them out on Facebook, Blooming Prairie RC Park. All right. So should we get into um, moto sheets? Well, you mentioned uh, that a covered driver's stand would have been nice yesterday. So where were you? What were you doing? So I went to Rick's Hobby Farm. It was... It wasn't bad. Um, It was hot. I mean, obviously it was hot. I'm not going to sugarcoat that fact. But, um, you know, with the pop-up, and then Senior brought a wall for the pop-up that made really good shade. The breeze was really good until about, let's say, halfway through round two, and then that wind just picked up like crazy. It made driving cars hard and... (laughs) Uh, God, I, they, um, people next to us, uh, Mickelson family coming out from Thunder Road and, uh, oh God, I, 
I hate to say it, I always forget the kid's name. He's such a nice kid, too. But anyways, they didn't have their pop-ups nailed down, so we had to chase a couple of them. <laughs> oh, man, that is that is never fun. Yeah. Yeah. It, but it go. Yeah. You know. So, Mini Truggy, I ended up third, got taken out hard a couple times. My Mini Truggy feels better than my E-Buggy, which should never, ever be the case, but it is. I don't know why. Hey, Kat's down here. She hasn't been on the podcast in a, forever. <laughs> um, Mini Truggy ended up third, and then um, E-Buggy ended up eighth in the A. I made the A, which was nice, but um, the hardest tire I had was a blue, and two runs on a blue tire yesterday, they're gone. They were new. Well, sure. I, I shouldn't say new, new. They were about 90%. I had one run on them at FTR when it was cold and loamy, so it's just enough, you know, to knock the mold release off. So, yeah, it was, um, <laughs> those tires are just gone. It, it's what I could do. It's what I had. So that made it tough, too, because I didn't have um, the proper compound. What happened to Senior in the main event? His battery came unplugged. Oh, bummer. And he says that the bullets are tight going in, but, yeah, his battery came unplugged. It was weird. So, what did Senior think about racing at Thunder Road? He's liking it. Cool. So he got a set of pre-mount Schumacher tires all set up for 50 bucks, And he's got, I think he's gotten two race days out of them so far, and he's going to get a couple more, I'm sure. So anyway, yeah. But yeah, no, Rick's was fun. It was just super hot and um yeah <laughs> i just wasn't prepared with tires like i should have been sure i wasn't even in the results yeah go ahead i you was gonna what? say i wasn't even planning i didn't even plan ahead i should say to race at rick's um i wasn't planning on racing this week but blooming prairie got rained out last week okay so that's why yeah and then it's going to be solid racing for, for the rest of June. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. What are you doing? Next week, I am doing the electric boogie up in Duluth. Then the week after that's the MNRC round number two at Loose Nuts in North Branch, Minnesota. That's Father's Day weekend. And then the week after that is FTR round number two for their point series. Back to back to back to back to back. Yep, and I think I'm going to take the weekend after that off. I think it'd be a good idea. So it looks like Sam Savakul was going fast yesterday at Oh, Ricks. yeah. Yeah. You know, he's got a million miles on that track, and he was he was just on cruise control all day. Yeah. Yeah, Torot looks like he got second. Yep. And then uh, Matthew Mickelson, I don't know who that is, but he got third. He's a Thunder Road guy. Okay. You had Caden Voss, that's the other kid's name. I, I, I'm bad with names, but 
Um, you had the Mickelsons and Caden Voss there from Thunder Road. And it's kind of an extreme for them because it was super loose yesterday because it was dusty and hot. And they're Kay. used to running on the AstroTurf and the carpet at Thunder Road. But it's like it, it's a gr- great experience for those guys, for the simple fact when they go back on the astroturf, they're gonna be just as fast. But I bet you they're gonna be a ton smoother and a ton more consistent. Right on. Yeah. Looks like they had an e-truggy race. Yeah, that was interesting. I marshaled uh, the qualifiers for that. Ooh, did that feel like an intense cardio workout? No, because they, well, the nice thing about E-Truggy is unless they land on the roof, they can kind of get out of shit themselves, Mm -hmm. in which they were. But, you know, they're getting the hang of it. It's a new class, and I'm not willing to be a canary in the coal mine for another class. You know, you get it Mm -hmm. going, and I'll catch up along the way, but... (laughs) It needs, you know, they they need the numbers, and they're starting to get it. This is the first time they've had enough to separate E-Truggy from E-Buggy. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that was a interesting, interesting class. That bo- body's just hideous. You, they got to change it. <laughs> the I, techno one, you mean? Yeah. The, when I say E-Truggy, most people know think the techno because that's the only one that actually you know what mickelson won with an old serpent really yeah not old i shouldn't say old but it's got like a ready to run looking body on it (laughs) but yeah he just drove it nice and took home the win with that one but that tech it's a mm, we we went on enough rant about it last episode (laughs) sure we hey, uh, going back, you know, a couple weeks, yeah. uh, one day after our previous show, we were both racing the opening round of MNRC yep. up at FTR and Foley. Uh, how'd your mains go? Terrible. What about you? Terrible. Cool. Let's move on. Well, I was going <laughs> to so <laughs> <Now we'll... laughs> I was having more issues. So the I was in the D main of Nitro Buggy because I only barely finished one qualifier. Um, and then I was just crushing. I was up and then my front drive shaft came off again (laughs) and then we went and we fixed it and I'm catching up to another bump spot and it just came off again with like three minutes left to go. It's like, damn it. Bummer deal. I know, but I got it. I think I have it fixed. Um, I tested in the e-buggy. I got a super flat set screw from x-ray and I got a new bottle of Loctite. Okay. So... It seemed to hold very well yesterday on the e-buggy because I was having the same issue with the e-buggy. I think I just got a horseshit bottle of Loctite. Okay. And that was the main deal. So at least I'm going with that theory. Yep. Right on. Uh, yeah, we'll just well, go through uh, Nitro Buggy at that race. Yeah. Kyle Holmberg won that one. Alan Smith had a great run up to second from eighth, and Josh Ford just continuing his, I don't really race all that much, but when I do, I do well. He's doing a little bit of his uh, 
own engineering on that Mugen, I believe, and that's helping him a long way. Just with cool. with the rear CD block and rear arms and all that other stuff. Yeah, making some geometry changes. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I mean, man, if I had the intelligence of that kid or the design intelligence of Sean, I would be probably doing the same thing. Sure. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, that was um, it. Was a fun weekend though. The track was awesome. Yeah, track was awesome. Uh, Nitro Truggy, A Main, Greg Bommel ended up winning that one from third spot. Yeah. Josh Ford second, and Caden Hins third. He started tenth, finished up third. So that's an awesome run I th- for him. I think he had to play the bump game because I think he was dealing with the um, same gremlins as we were. Uh, I'm. It seemed like half the crowd. At FTR, because it's round one, it seemed like we were all dealing with just dumb little gremlins. <laughs> sure. My nitro buggy's almost ready for round number two. I just got to do uh, clutch maintenance. Okay. I got all the diffs, shocks done. I got it all clean. It's at that point to where it's so clean and nice, I don't want to run it. <laughs> so do you just uh, go through and kind of polish up? Um, yeah. Polish I- up the... I, I, the, you call them things. What? In the clutch. Oh, the clutch bell? I just, um, depends. If there's a groove in the clutch bell, I clean it up so it's all smooth again. Mm-hmm. But if there's not, I just, um, I hit it with simple green first, and then I hit it hard with motor cleaner. And that gets all the crap out of there. I replace the clutch bearings, obviously. And I double-checked the clutch spacing. I've had it... Bearings aren't the most consistent thing in the world, and I've had it before to where I've had to move, take shims out or add shims depending on that inside bearing. Okay. I mean, I'm buying them from the same guy, but it happens no matter what brand of bearings or whatnot. You know, there's mass producing. You buy them for a buck or two a piece. <laughs> They're not going to be perfect. So, yeah, I'm all almost ready. Well, the nitro buggy, because I'm going to have to haul ass and go through things for um, round number two on the e-buggy and Joey's buggy. I got to go through Joey's buggy. Yeah? He's starting to drive now to where the setup's coming into play. So I went on to um, the RC Racing Group on Facebook, and Connor and Alan... Help me out with some setup advice. And uh, Lynn Nilsson also helped me with some setup advice for Joey's car. Because I went through the car one... I was going to sell it back in 2017. Or 2018. I was going to sell it in 2018. I went through the car completely and I totally forgot whatever I had in it. And Joey's yeah. just been running the why piss out you? of the thing. Yeah. I mean, why would I remember? It's like I was ready to sell it. So anyway, hey, you know, before we started, you mentioned that we missed the MMR challenge on our results last time. Yeah. Yeah. So the MMRs, you know, back uh, back running at full steam. Uh, the MMR challenge is a, a big on-road race that Andrew puts on every year and uh one of the things that i noticed from the results was it was it was basically just 
the Evan Banta show. Yeah. Uh, he signed up in four classes. He raced USGT, USVTA, uh, 12th stock, and 12th pro light, and he won all of those A-mains. Damn. That's awesome. <laughs> in, yeah, in pro light, he beat uh, Scott Jakes and Chad Neiman. Yep. Rounded out the podium there. Scott in, Jakes is a creator of the tire that they're using in that class. Oh, that's cool. I had no idea. Yeah, he makes a rubber tire. He, he's, is he from in town, or did he come no, from out of town? He's uh, East Coast somewhere, I believe. But he sure he, he right put on. he put a video up on his Facebook page of the production of him making the tires, and it's just like hypnotic. It's like a tire donut goes on, gets laid do- laid down, and the machine kicks it off, puts a new donut on, and you just watch that in a loop. <laughs> that's so, awesome. Yeah. 12th stock, which is a Can-Am class for MMR, so a handout motor. Uh, Evan Banta, like I said, won that one. Andrew Mowry, the proprietor of MMR, yeah. got second. And his kid, Jared Mowry, ended up third. That's awesome. Euro truck, the only thing that Evan didn't win because he didn't race it. Yeah. Uh, Corey Proel took the win there. Nick Shamla, second. And Trevor Edgeworth, third those are three names that i've never met racing so i haven't been to mmr for a little while but he's uh pulling in some names that are unique to me so that's a good thing yep. getting some new people in the door right usvta behind evan banta friend of the show and um all around good guy slash amateur rapper amateur freestyle rapper brad sandvig yeah the sandman ends up second and doug osted Got third, sweet USVTA, and USGT. Evan Banta won that. Andrew Maury second, and Brad Sandvig third. Nice. So a good weekend for our buddy Brad. Yeah, yeah. He's got a new uh, mic set up for his stuff that he records in his car. It's okay. Actually, gotten really clean. <laughs> right on. Yeah. Yeah, he has a lot of fun with that stuff. Uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's cool. That was the middle of May, yeah. and he was able to put together a pretty decent on-road race. Well, so that's, that's cool. good because, man, I like on-road even though I haven't been running it. But I really, I, I kind of miss it, but I can't find a place to fit it in. Yep. Type situation. Yeah, you're pretty strapped. Yeah. Um. Anyway... Well, I was going to say, though, if anybody wants to check out um, Brad's stuff, he does have a SoundCloud, but also check out the SoundCloud um, Midwest Village. That's his uh, one of his original rap groups, and, yeah, that's pretty decent. Cool. Yeah, I listen to a few of those songs off Midwest Village quite often. <laughs> uh, the, the same weekend that we were... Uh, racing at FTR, or actually, eh, maybe it was the weekend after, was uh, that Thunder Road race that I mentioned that your dad hit. Yep. Um, they're still doing that Pro 17.5 class for some reason. Um, anyway, Pro 17.5 two-wheel drive buggy, Torot, uh, followed by Ethan Mickelson and Caden Boss. What else we got here? We got some spec slash Dennis Capco, followed by Puff Daddy. I'm and, guessing uh, 
you know Puff what? This Daddy. is all screwed is up. Is Puff Daddy Smolik? Oh, I have no idea. Okay. But the the results are all effed up, so oh. I actually don't know how that one finished. Oh, yeah. It's... Uh, Dennis Capco followed by Austin Jacobson, and looks like Puff Daddy might have got... Nope, now I fucked it all up anyway. Yeah, yeah. it's... The results are all goofy for some reason. I don't. It seems more and more prevalent lately that yeah. sometimes the posted results for live RC get it all goofed up with the laps and you know where everybody's name is. Right. It doesn't go in order from top to bottom. One, two, three. I got you. Yeah. What do you do? It happens. Uh, eighth buggy. A main. We'll just assume these are correct. Looks pretty decent. Ethan Mickelson wins that. Caden Voss second. Brian Bowman third. Okay. So all them guys went uh, went outdoor racing on the dirt the weekend before and carpet racing the weekend yeah. after. They're, so they're getting doing after a swap. They're getting after it, you know. Getting after it. E buggy is becoming super popular, and you know what? It's awesome that it's becoming popular again. But I'll tell you what. Yesterday. I would have 110% rather run my nitro buggy over my e-buggy. Yeah, why is that? It just, some about it drives better. I can't put my finger on it. Sure. Good example. My nitro buggy, think of it as a proper techno mini truggy. Now think of an e-buggy as a mini truggy conversion. You know what so I you're mean? Just on edge. Yeah, you're just on an edge. Yeah, you can be faster with an e buggy, but it's so much harder to be comfortable. Sure. Yeah, nitro's so filthy, but I mean, who cares? It's fun to drive. The thing that back when I did have an e buggy, and I haven't had one for a few years now, but I, I never even wanted to run it when it was that hot because. Even on a normal day, I always felt like if the fan failed, oh yeah, that I was gonna be on the razor edge of damaging the equipment. Yeah, I yesterday was really close. I didn't measure the temperature after the main, but it was hot, hot. Um, yeah. After the first run, I was you know at my regular hundred and fifty whatever. After the second run, I was at like one seventy six on the motor. And um, I plugged in my ESC to dumb it down, and it said it was the the heat memory was at 93 degrees Celsius. That's about 200 degrees Fahrenheit. <laughs> yeah, man, it was it was hard on the electric stuff yesterday, for sure. But you know what? It was a good day racing, regardless. And Joe three gotta see Rick's trains. Holy shit, that kid went bananas. <laughs> yeah, you... it's really cool. It's it's hard. You know, I challenge anybody not to smile. They go in there and check out that setup, and especially if you can catch him out there and, yep. you know, have him talk about his setup a little bit. Yeah, uh, we all, all three of us, me, senior, and three, all sat and talked to Rick for about a half hour after the races in his train shop. Cool. He's going through the little bits of detail he does, and it's like, wow, that is a guy that loves what he does. Mm-hmm. 
Because I would just, I'm sure I would rage quit at step one doing that stuff. <laughs> so anyway, yep. sorry, I interrupted your results. <laughs> no, it's fine. Yeah, we had, I love giving shout outs to Rick. What a, what a great guy. Yeah. Everything that he has going on out at that place, Rick's Hobby Farm. Yeah. Uh, Lake Superior RC Club, uh, they're going strong. Uh, the other night, e-buggy A-main event. Uh, looks like Ross Judnick took that, followed by Terrell Harris and John Wieda. Yep. Mini yeah. Truggy. Looks uh, to be a fairly strong class up there right now. John Wieda takes that one. Didn't know he was racing that class. Oh, yeah. Followed by Ross Judnick and Jared Peters. Nice. Yeah, next week I'm going to be running e-buggy and mini-truggy. I'm going to see how I fare against those guys. <laughs> Open two-wheel drive buggy. Man, Aaron Verkey has just been a force in that class at that facility for, well, as long as I've been racing RC. So sure. this is yeah. probably my fifth year. Yep. What's that? Yeah, no, he has been. He's been, for a while he was pretty slow with the 12 scale but he slowly picked it up and he got quicker and quicker and quicker until he's pretty close to the top and it seems like when he got closer to the top with the 12 scale he just really turned it on in the summer okay so yeah i've seen i mean i saw him five six years ago wheeling the shit out of a two-wheel drive buggy on an outdoor loose dirt track and that's always mm -hmm. impressive to me so yeah aaron took the win there the other night brad algren second and Colin Patterson, third. Nice. And that brings us to today, actually. There was some dirt oval racing going at the toy box. Uh, generally, we don't go in for results for that. But uh, they had traditional sprints, which I like. That's okay. sprints without the wings. Uh, Chris Wall took the win there, followed by uh, my, my old friend Sparky. Um I used to, that's how I got started kind of in the hobby was running oval cars at a, just some guy's personal track in Brainerd. Nice. Nice to do that with my cousin Jim and Sparky. So yeah, Chris Wall first, Sparky second, Philip Jones third in the traditional sprints. I think the, the sheriff was racing, so we'll go to street stock. Yeah. And he, he won the street stock A main event, followed by Corey Rosen and Corey DeRozier. One of those Corys lives near me. <laughs> I don't it, know which one. Well, it would have to. Well, I guess it wouldn't have to be. I would, I would think that a DeRozier would live up towards the lakes, yeah. the lakes region, because they're all over up there. Oh yeah, but I went to high school. You know, the DeRoziers are all over, man. I went to high school with a ton of them. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Right well, on. One of them, I swear, he was a drug dealer just by the car he drove. I, I judged him straight on. He drove a 3000 GT, a Mitsubishi 3000 GT. I'm like, oh, you're a drug dealer. <laughs> oh, uh, man. <laughs> so, yeah, that's pretty much it for results for the last few weeks anyway for our region. Awesome, awesome. God, I had somebody suggested a really good beginner segment yesterday, and I forgot it totally. Oh, well, son of a gun. You know what? I got it. He's got it, folks. Okay, oh, sorry, my notes, man. I, I keep closing them, and then I have to reopen them, and then, oh. 
So, anyways, for the driver's meeting this week, on a super, super hot day, guys, make sure all your fans are working. And if they're not, don't put your car on the track. It's not worth it. You'll pop it because, like I said, I was running super hot yesterday with my e-buggy. If I would have ran it another 30 degrees hotter without the fans, because that's what the fans take away, it would have melted everything. No question. Sure. There goes 300 bucks at least. At least. Yeah. So. Yeah. Fans working. Extra fans. Extra, extra, extra fans. I should have put an extra one on the e-buggy yesterday, but uh, Kaden. Oh, I just mean, I mean in your kit, but yeah. Oh, yeah. If you could fit two in the chassis, that'd be ideal. Sean's making one for the e-truggy. I'm sure it'd work for the e-buggy for the Techno, too, that holds two 30-millimeter fans over the top cool. of it. Right on. It's that or one 40-millimeter. So, yeah. Anyway, man, we're already half hour in. That's awesome. I've been keeping fans in pretty good stock these days, too, because of mini-truggy as well. Yeah. Even even indoors in the wintertime. Right. Um, I've been digging the Protec ones. I like the aluminum cased outside ones. They seem to last longer. They're more expensive, but they last longer. Sure. Um, I was going to say, do you have an on the tone? Because if you don't, we can get into tech inspection. I don't have on the tone. All right. Sounds good. We'll get into tech inspection. That's our questions. Um, yeah, we had a couple this week. I posted it this morning. So I was going to post questions yesterday on the way home and I was literally opening up my Facebook to do it. And then all of a sudden the back end of seniors truck jumps up in the air and drops and just, what? and then we pull over senior goes, I lost my spare. Cause I think the cable broke on the bottom. Okay. Because it's one of those cable deals. and So it's like, okay, so are we going to leave the spare? No, we got to go back and get it. I'm like, why? It's a good spare. Okay. Normally it's like, yeah, you go back and get it. But this was off of the 35 and 10 split to where 10 right into Blaine situation. Sure. And, And there's construction. So there's a traffic is just backed up as it is. I'm like, we're never going to find. So we're a half mile in front of it. And of course, instead of landing in the safe ditch, it's against the cement wall with zero shoulder on the, it's the cement wall and then the road. Sure. So we had to get a gap. We got the gap. I, I grabbed the tire, walked it back. And normally that would do nothing to me, but it's so hot yesterday. It just kind of wore me out. I hate to say it. <laughs> like my arm hurt that I was carrying the tire with. And then yeah. I just totally forgot about it once we got in the car. Or the truck. It was his Dakota. So anyway. <laughs> um, Ian Connor is wondering for a 17.5 stock 10 scale budget build what esc motor and servo would you choose i'm gonna say you can do if you're talking clay you can do that cheap hobby wing just stock 
Have you ever used one of those, Ryan? Absolutely. I actually I keep one as a spare uh, yeah. with all the stuff that I go racing with, just in case I pop, you know, one of my one of my higher dollar ones. Right. So they're plenty efficient on the clay. They're lightweight, but the problem is on the carpet, it has no brakes, and you need brakes on the carpet. So I don't know if there's really a really good budget one for the carpet. Do you? I, I mean, I don't think the stock spec is too crazy. No, I think the stock you know, spec. It's whatever, $120. Yeah, or... it's $120, and I do have one of those that I ran on carpet, and it did have good brakes. If I was still running, you know, we should. You could consult one of our more budget oriented racers. There's decent stuff that you can find on, yeah. uh, you know, like a Hobby King or, you know, that type of yeah. website. Yeah, they have ESCs. You uh, can find something. If you found something with, like, 80 amps. Sure, sure. An 80 amp ESC as, a, as opposed to 50 or 60. Yeah. Servos, man, I really don't like going cheap because you're going to buy two. Right. So I spent $109 on my ProTech 160Ts. Yep. They have plenty of torque, and plenty of speed. And, and I think I think Savix is a lot more reliable than they used to be with some of their newer models, too. Sure, sure. that's a possibility, too. Sav- uh, compare ProTech and Savix. And make sure you're comparing similar models, because you can be looking at a ProTech servo, and you're like, oh, wow, that's way cheaper than the Savix, but that Protec servo has 100 ounces less torque. Right. Um, and for the last part, if you're running 17.5 and not fixed timing 17.5, there is no budget. You spend that $175 on a good motor. The end. Your motor is going to cost more than the rest of your electronics. Yep. Because that's the way you do it. You get a unless you can convince everybody to run, you know, can am. Yeah, you gotta do it. You gotta do it if you, especially after you really develop your driving and become decent at it. Right. And uh, unfortunately, the motor is a lot of that equation. Right now, Trinity is the best. I did get a new R1, and it is better than the old R1, but it's still not better than the Trinity. Usually, if I don't know, but I'm guessing you're going to be racing it in the fall. So wait until August, September. That's when the new motors get announced. Because it sucks being stuck with your pants down. You buy a brand new certified Trinity motor, and then the next week they come out with another motor that crushes it. <laughs> yeah, that is the thing. It happens. It It's happened to me so many times. And I'm not, I'm a budget racer, but in a different way. My stuff is the best of the best. I just don't have a lot of it, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, Douglas Reek says he wants to give me a shout-out for the fan. Yesterday he popped his fan on his ESC, and I had one for him. Yep, that that goes back, right back to our our drivers meeting. Yeah, you know, you gotta, and he, he's learned that now. I would imagine from 
the weekend is you gotta pack extra fans. Yeah, but he had a because he's running um this Arma car because he's a newer racer. So he's running this um, Arma Creighton that he he got the car in like three packs for like a hundred dollars. And he's a sportsman racer, so it's getting him around the track. And he's having fun with it, but as an oddball fan, and I actually had one. (laughs) (laughs) So, there was another one. So, I'm going to hack this name. Man, I suck at names, so I I apologize. (laughs) From Mubashir Mazar Aquaball. Sorry, man. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he says he's listening from Malaysia. He just want to say, he just wants to say, he loves the podcast and he listens every chance he gets while doing his daily ten kilometer bike ride. I did ten k today on the bike. Currently running, currently running mod seven five on a B six three with a B six three D chassis on medium grip astroturf. So he's playing the chassis game the other way. See, I was doing the longer chassis. He's doing the shorter chassis. That's interesting. Hmm. He goes, um, my question would be, how do you bleed your shocks? Once like the manual suggests or twice, as most pros show on YouTube, asking because when I bleed twice, it feels the car is too soft. When I do it once, he can't get the rebound to zero. Thanks. So I've got to give credit here where credit's due because Kyle Holmberg showed me this trick because I was doing it twice, too, to get it to zero. But you get this little dead space in there. It drains a little too much. When you do it twice, you put the spring cup on. So you're not compressing it fully, fully. There's still that millimeter or two. And that and you know you fully compress it like you're bleeding but with the spring cup on so you do it twice it gets all the air out and then you'll have the proper amount of shock oil in to do it right on um i've done it once before uh you know i've done it once and then the next week before you race you take the bleeder screw out compress it and put it in and it's like ugh, it's just (laughs) such a pain (laughs) I seriously build my shocks once, and then that's it. And now I've been learning, Ryan, how to build my shocks with rebound again. Oh yeah, for when it gets rough. Yeah, we've been running um, we've been running bladders in the associated cars. Sure. So, yeah, no more easy shock builds for me. It's not that difficult to build it with the bladder. It's not. It's just an extra step. It's a pain. Yep, it is a pain, but it does feel nice. So I had regular emulsion caps on the nitro buggy, and I had the bladders on the e-buggy. The suspension on the e-buggy at FTR did feel better. It was way more forgiving, way more. Um, Frank Miller is wondering, with the conditions we faced at Rick's yesterday, I can elaborate, and I did, it was hot and dusty, and it was very abrasive. Let's talk tire compound choice. 
I notice a lot of people are struggling with this, himself included. What compound should be used in what type of condition? Maybe a good beginner segment. Yeah, that would have been a good beginner segment. <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday, man, you couldn't have you couldn't have thrown a hard enough compound out there. Like I said, I ran a blue compound, ninety percent tread. Two runs, they were gone, hundred percent. The qualif wow. the qualifier was five minutes. The main was six minutes. Um. It depends. See, I was liking the reflex. So I think the hardest they make in the reflex right now might be aqua. But you do want that super hard tire. So when I was running Proline tires, I always had a set of X1 slide locks in my box. Because just one set, I, I ain't go crazy and buy X1s in every... Because if you're running on an X1... It's going to be hot, and the dust is going to be either non-existent or fine to where the slide lock would have done very well. And that would have, you know, just have one, make a tire choice like that and get it as hard as you can. Frank runs raw speeds. I don't know if they make the tires that hard. They might. I'm not very familiar with their full A-scale selection. So... Also, make sure it's a long wear. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, what what would you think, Ryan? Have you been in the situation where you've just melted the tires off your car? No, and that's mainly because I'm a fair weather racer. Uh, I've I've never raced when it was as hot as it was on Saturday at that MNRC race. Yeah, I normally because normally it's just me. Yep. Uh, I had made a plan, you know, with my buddy Connor that we were going to go racing together. And if it was just me, I probably would not have shown up sure. that day. Sure. Um, I'm just really not into sweating my balls off yeah. in a, you know, dirty field. Right. So I've never ran into that. I have, um, I don't know if any, I think a couple of my compounds are hard yet. And I... I have not used them or used them up. So right. I, some of my tires are so old that I just have to feel it with my finger right, and kind right. of gauge what I think it is. I, I know exactly like, what oh, you yeah, mean. Oh, that, yeah, that feels like a hard. Yep, we'll, we'll throw that out there. Exactly. But, you know, you look at next week up in Duluth, it's the exact opposite. It's, so far, I know it's a week out, but so far it looks like it's going to be partly cloudy in 74 so it's going to huh. be a beautiful day to run cars in Duluth next week. Cool. Good for them. It is not going to be beautiful down here at all. Yeah, I know. It's going to be nice to be up there. Like ever, It seems like ever again. Yeah. Um, I grappled today. And, <coughs> sorry, I'm coughing. I got a piece of dust or something. Um, hold on. I'm going to pause this and then hack this up. All right. I'm done dying now. <laughs> um but anyway yeah Duluth is looking great but I grappled today in the gym in a cement building with just fans going and doors open and it was pretty brutal <coughs> dang I don't know what's wrong with me 
Fucking got the <laughs> fucking got the corona. <laughs> Just kidding. Um let's see here. I think that might be it. That's all I got for um questions. <coughs> Man, I'm gonna hit these news notes and then I'm gonna go die. <laughs> um let's see what do I got here um you know I still feel strongly about this um because it happened with my kid and it happened with a friend's kid and all that so if you're stuck marshalling sportsmen I know it sucks but when a car crashes around you Please don't just walk up to the car with your hands in your pocket and just kind of kick it over. Because you know what? Sportsman doesn't mean a lot to you, but it means a whole hell of a lot to the kids. Um, Yeah, we were sitting there in the pits just going, what the fuck are these guys doing? I mean... The Hens brothers always give 100% because the Truggie A was marshalling sportsmen. It's like it's a 10-minute main, guys. Put a little bit of effort in. <laughs> right. Um, Davide Angaro split from some comp. There, there's been a couple of bad contract shit, and I hate that people are vague about it. I mean, I understand why. I just wish they weren't. Because... Dude, I like drama, and I like, I like stuff. I, you know, it it makes things a little more exciting. Um, but Davide Angaro left. Um, here I'm pulling it up. Left a company that he did hop ups with, and he's gonna be selling them on his webpage. From what it sounds like, he probably didn't get paid. Sorry, yeah, it sounds like he probably didn't get paid or the product wasn't up to his standards. So hmm. he's going out on his own. And then Brock Champlin left Reds USA. Now, I wasn't shocked by this, per se, because Reds USA is different than Reds. And I left, a, I left a comment under Brock's deal. I said, hmm, something's funny going on with Reds USA. It almost seems like something criminal happened. And then, you know, when somebody leaves a comment, you can see the notification, but when they delete it, the comment's gone. Uh, Frederico Rossi said something. Her dad owns Reds, but the comment was gone when I woke up in the morning. <laughs> So I'm a little frustrated about that because the old owner of Reds USA, his name is Alex Morelli, and he's not everybody's cup of tea when it comes to social media. A lot like JQ, but more social justice and more flavor of the week type person. Like he always had a different border on his Facebook profile picture. One of those guys. Sure. And he always had something to say. Always something like, you know, defund the police, this trans kids. Ever, if you're not black, you're a racist. He's one of these guys. And oh, he, boy. Oh, yeah. And it was every day, multiple times a day. 
And ever since Red's USA is no longer in his possession, he's been radio silent. Hmm. Dude, something's fishy. Somebody out there knows something. And it wasn't clean. Like, I've heard people say, well, maybe they just ended up taking their stuff back because, well, Keenan knows from JQ that Red's Reds themselves out in Italy, you can't tell them anything. Like, they went with that stupid two-needle carb for so long, and that carb was such a piece of shit. Such garbage. They went for it for so long that that's one of the reasons why Mayfield, remember when he switched his motor, I think it was at the Worlds, and he said, fuck this thing, and Adam Drake handed him an OS. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it was because of that carb. But, you know, they're pig head, not pig headed. That's, they're very strong, uh, bull headed. Bull headed's the correct term. So they're like, well, maybe they're bull headed. That doesn't add up because somebody like Alex on Facebook doesn't go silent unless something made him go silent. You know, I'm sure he wouldn't talk about RC, but I, I'm sure there are things in the news that are bothering him that he really wants to, to put his take out in the world and live in his weird echo chamber, but he hasn't. So, yeah, if you know what happened, if anybody knows what happens to Red's USA, leave me a message and let me know if I can read it on this podcast or not, because, man, what happened was weird. <laughs> it's just yeah i don't get it i have theories that are based on no proof so i'm not gonna say it because they're just wild wild theories but yeah anyway oh one last thing i ordered a new tire jig on friday oh yeah from where from uh beach rc it's a new um assault rc tire jig it's just another 3d printed deal I broke my tire jig on accident, and then I tried mounting tires without a tire jig and realized I hate my life when my fingers are full of glue. (laughs) So I decided to get another tire jig because I really suck at doing it freehand. And this one's supposed to be the shit. Um, uh, What's your go-to on tire glue these days? Still AKA. I can't find anything better. Okay. You know what I mean? It's it's that medium blend. It, you have a little bit of time. But once it sets, I mean, if you clean the bead properly, it's... That's another thing. I've been taking a little extra time cleaning the bead. I hit it once with Simple Green, then once with Motor Cleaner. Because you get that little bit extra off with the Motor Cleaner. But yeah. Hey, I saw you ordered two more gallons of fuel. Yeah, actually... I, I, I got to message him directly and so, so that I actually get it. Why? What do you... No, I was, was going to say... You, what are you fishing about? Are you what actually going to use it? Oh, hell, I don't know. Come but on. I'm down to less than a gallon, so... Oh, sure. I was just wondering because, you know, we got loose nuts coming up and then we got a couple of fun races. We got a bunch of fun races happening. Yeah. All of last summer was mostly stolen from us, and it's like we're making up for lost time. (laughs) You definitely are. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, I am. Cause yeah, you're an RC machine lately. Because last year it was from March until July, races in Minnesota were stolen from us. And yeah, it. Yeah, I'm still aggravated. We won't. Right. We won't get into the whole Dr. Fauci emails and him lying about so much shit that could have saved us. So uh, we're not gonna get into that. Yeah. Imagine being one of these people that's, you know, just waking up and shocked. And shocked. Well, that's the thing. I've been realizing that science is no longer science. It's religion and politics rolled up into one. And when somebody says, you don't believe in the science, it's like, oh, I got you pegged, buddy. You're just um, a fucking nut. (laughs) Their science is somebody should be able to refer to themselves as a tree, though. So, so. So I I look at science. Have have you ever heard of um a Christian, the Christian Scientists? It's a sect of Christianity. No. Um, like they don't believe in modern medicine. Like if you have stage two cancer that could be helped and cured, they don't believe in man medicine. They believe in praying. Okay. And then we're watching what they call science becoming that right now right anyway enough of the ah, fucking that's gonna be for the mma podcast tomorrow because <laughs> yeah we don't we kind of go off on that we talk about mma for 10 minutes and it's like do you believe what this fucking guy did and <laughs> that type of thing <laughs> so anyway yeah we've never really asked um it'd be interesting to put it out there Maybe you just uh, ask on your Facebook page how many crossover listeners you have. I got one that listens to all the podcasts I've ever been on is um, um, on Twitch. His screen name is Ran Out of Thoughts because I used to be on Savage Thoughts. Okay. And he listens to this and he listens to Cauliflower Ear. And, Interesting. Yeah. And he's not like your alter ego. You're not a schizophrenic, no. are you? Ah, not that I'm aware of, but, you know, would I really be aware of it? I guess not. <laughs> that you wouldn't be a true schizophrenic if you were, I think. Right, right. No, I've actually met the dude. I, can't, I actually forget his first name. Um, I met him at a flea market last year, and we hung out for the whole morning. He's a really cool dude. So, yeah, anyway, that's uh, been an episode. Do you have uh, anything else tonight? Uh, Racers Minute. We haven't done that in a while where we just give uh, random shout-outs yeah. to people. Sure. Uh, so, yeah, uh, just big thanks to Sean Van Dalen putting on an awesome race and yeah. doing everything that he does for our local MNRC community, and a huge thanks to Connor Ehlers for being my RC racing buddy and letting me bunk up with him for the weekend. That was good. We'll uh, probably be doing it again at Loose Nuts. Yep. I got a shout-out also to Sean just because, you know, he hustles. It's like you text him, hey, do you got this part? Yep, come on over. You know, he's got people coming and going for RC parts all day, all night. (laughs) Right. Um, 
Shout out to Rick. You know, do you know Rick's last name? I don't know Rick's last name. I don't know who you're talking about, so I'm not sure. Rick from Rick's Hobby would. Farm. Oh, no, I, I don't know Rick's last name. Yeah, but uh, also for getting out of back surgery successfully and then showing, spending time with Joe 3, showing him his trains and his little detailing stuff and all that. If you look at the post I made yesterday of Joe 3 looking at his trains, uh, Rick actually put a train car with graffiti on his deal. It's like you got to oh, make cute. it. Yeah, you got to <laughs> make it realistic. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And shout out to Senior for pitting me for Nitro for the Nitro Series race, even though I did dog shit. Uh, uh, he was bummed for me because, you know, it was a D main. And I was just crushing those guys. And that front center drive shaft came off. Just yeah. so aggravated. I'm still mad about that. I'm going to have to make it up in round two. You'll have to do that. I'm not even going to practice with the e-buggy. I'm just all nitro buggy. So. Okay. Yep. Anyway, yeah, we'll um, do another episode. Well, th- we've been doing them about every other week. The next episode would land on an MNRC race, so maybe we could do one the Monday after, or if you end up going, we can do one there. Yeah, I'd, yeah, maybe, I don't know, maybe later in the week or something. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Sounds good. Um, yeah, man. Uh, it sounds like uh, we've ran out of talent. Yeah? Yeah? Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, right. We'll talk to you guys in, in a couple weeks. Bye.